Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, episode 248 of the What Up Though podcast. Yep, we still here. Still out here doing it. A couple of days before, uh, well, this is the last podcast before we before we vote. Wait. Indeed it is. Yeah, we vote on t- Tuesday. Okay, yeah. Tuesday, so, yep. And so we may not even have an actual vote, an actual decision on Wednesday, though. So we could potentially Yeah, not we might have not. A- we still might not know who the president is. Man, it's gonna be a ugly fucking next week, boy. I swear to God, it it is. I'm legit. I'm I'm concerned, like legit. No matter what happens, whenever the whoever wins the presidency, whenever that's official, something gonna happen. Yeah, I I don't know what. I'm not gonna presume to try to guess how big of a deal it's gonna be, or who's gonna perpetuate it, or how bad it's gonna be. Whatever, something's gonna happen. And it ain't going to be good, especially – no, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say especially if Biden wins because I feel like the Trump people will turn up. But honestly, I feel like the Trump people are going to turn up regardless. Like oh, if he they, loses, yeah. they're going to turn up. And if he wins, they're going to turn up because they're like, ah, there's – that's automatic four more years of doing whatever, doing whatever the fuck we want and getting away with it. Let's celebrate by lynching some niggers. So yeah, they're gonna turn up regardless. Or they lose and they like, let's sell it, let's let's let some niggas like it just, right, exactly. <laughs> I feel like that's a highly plausible activity on both sides. Yeah. Well, on just one side, but <laughs> with both results, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm saying both. I mean, yeah, I'm like if 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 uh Biden wins, uh yeah, let's let some niggas. If Biden lose and Trump stays in, let's let, yeah, it's let's it's go gonna be niggas, ugly. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I still have I have I think I have until Saturday to potentially put in my absentee vote in person, and I'm really considering it. I'm gonna drop mine off either tomorrow or Friday. I spent uh, so you know last week we talked about the idea of uh, you know not not going in and just marking motherfuckers' names off, and I was saying like you know we both were saying like we've had times in the past where we've done that, just kind of like. Just oh, yeah, marked off sure. names like I don't know who the fuck these people are, and I was saying like with all the, uh, all the judges that the conservatives have put into place over the course of the last four years, I wasn't about to do that this year. So I spent a couple of hours on what's today Wednesday, on Monday, uh, looking up all the judges that are on that fucking ballot, <laughs> and um, I used a site called uh, Ballot Ready. Okay. It allows you to have you have you used this site before? Nope, not even familiar with it. Okay. All right, cool. I didn't want to explain it. You just sitting there listening. No, 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 no. Please do, because I'm really curious. I was about to look it up myself. Okay, so so what it does is you punch in your address, and it shows you the ballot that you would that you would have, and then what it does is it allows you to click who you are going to vote for, and what that does is that allows you to. Essentially, so what I did once I was done with it, I then emailed the completed ballot to myself. So that way 
I can pull up my phone, whether I vote in person or whether I'm filling out my absentee ballot, I can pull up my phone and see, okay, this is who you picked. And I can, you know, match it, you know, from my phone. And then also when you're uh, looking at the candidates, depending on the candidate, obviously, it if you click on them, it will give you a breakdown of uh, what their education is. So they, you know, where they graduated from, however many colleges they went to, um, it'll give you who endorsed them and it will give you their stances on issues. Um, so, but it kind of depends on the person because like, if you click on Joe Biden, you're going to get all that information because it's all there. But if you click on random third circuit, <laughs> uh, fucking third district, fucking uh, rando judge, you're probably not going to find anything. They're probably not going to have too much on that person other than their uh, educational background, which they seem to have for pretty much everybody. Um, and then when I was, so when I'm going through the judges, a lot of them didn't have information because they're one, they're just not, they're not a big enough public figure to have that information. And two, some of them are not yet judges. So like they don't have like past decisions or past stances on things. They just have, you know, their, their background. Like one of them, like one of them is currently just an attorney. They're not, they're not a judge yet. So um, that made the judge part kind of difficult to do, which is why it took so long. But um, once it got difficult, my criteria for who I'm selecting got real, got real stupid. <laughs> so um, for the people that didn't have hardly any information on them, I used three different criteria. Uh, one, if they have endorsements, are they endorsed by anybody who I don't fuck with? So, and this happened a few times. There would be a judge who was endorsed by, say, um, Right to Life Michigan, which is a, a pro-life anti-abortion group. Mm -hmm. If you're a judge endorsed by anti-abortion people, I'm not fucking voting for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not going to fucking vote for you. Um, I used that. I used, uh, <laughs> this is my favorite one. Are they black? All right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so if I can find a picture of them, are they black? All right, cool. And then the third thing, and I was only able to use this for two judges, but it worked perfectly. Um, if I couldn't find, if there was no information on them on ballot ready, I would copy their name and just Google them. And most of the time, I could not find any additional information. Um, it was just like, uh, you know, it, it, you could almost tell that ballot ready got their stuff from a Google search and that was all they could find. So most of the time I couldn't find anything. But in the case of two judges here, it pulled up their Twitter page was one of the mm. search results. Okay. And I looked at their Twitter page and I saw some shit I liked and I was like, yep, you got my vote. <laughs> like, like it, it wasn't this vulgar, but one of, you know, one of them said something like, man, fuck this Trump motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, oh, you got cool. my vote. <laughs> cool with me, dog. Cool with me. <laughs> yep. So in both, in both cases where I found a person's Twitter page, they had something on there that made me decide that I was going to vote for them. So that's crazy, though, that it got down to the point where I had to look at potential judges' Twitter pages to get an idea of who they are. Like, that's crazy. And, and, and what's fucked up about that is I took, it took me a great deal of effort to find information on those two judges. And the most I was able to find was their fucking Twitter page. But we're all expected to vote these people in the public office. Bruh. Like... And on not know what? nothing on, and, what? on what liking a fucking name, right. and I and I admittedly done that have done that for years. 
Like, do he or look at that name and look at their face? Like, do he look? Do he look shady? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like how many black people are really running for this? And, and I and we all know, uh, a la John James, a la Daniel Cameron, that all black ain't good. So I'm not solely just looking at black people for the sake of, but I'm gonna look closer if you are black dim and not a black Republican, and you know, mm-hmm. think more, you know, about my uh, about my selection. So yeah, I mean. Yeah, we I like I say last week I went so fucking long of just not not doing prepared doing my due diligence and preparing to vote for people. So that's pretty dope. Yeah, so I, I use that uh this is my second time using that. I used it uh um whatever the last time we voted was <laughs> the the primaries. I used it in the primary. So um yeah, I've only used it twice, but it was useful both times. I didn't use it for the primaries to the extent that I did this time. Cause this time I was like, I, I was just trying to be more thorough and not trying to like hurry up and do it. But um, yeah, useful site. And it's especially useful for those, those major positions where you can get uh, lots of information. Like, uh, like there was somebody I, I was looking up on there and they had their stance. No, they didn't have their stance on a whole bunch of issues, but they had like, people who endorse them based on that issue so it was like uh on the topic of labor you click on that and it will show you like a bunch of like say labor unions that might have endorsed that person or you click on education it'll show you a bunch of you know schools or professors that might have you know that kind of thing so yeah it's a it's good it's good for that And, and and looking at the endorsements was very very useful for me like that worked in most cases just looking at the endorsements because, um, like, for instance, one, uh, the, it was something like the police officers union of something or other. Um, anybody who they endorsed, I didn't, I didn't fuck with. And then, like, there was one person that they endorsed who I had planned on voting for. And then I saw that they endorsed that per- person. And I was like, ah, oh, I don't like it. But then I looked at that. I, I kept looking at that person and I saw more stuff that I liked. So I decided to still vote for them anyway. But that's the only person. Like, everybody else. Because that police union, that same police union, I Googled that union and I pulled up a whole list of all their endorsements and they're endorsing like all Republicans. Uh, They're endorsing John James. uh, They're endorsing all kinds of fuck ass people. So like the one person that I kept voting for, it seemed to be like the only decent person that they're endorsing. And I'm actually halfway curious about why they're endorsing that person. But um, yeah, all the rest of their endorsements are trash. And there was one category on there that was like, select up to 15 judges. And Bro, I'm scrolling I, through this shit now. And there was a lot of fucking judges up, dog. Yeah. There, and there always is. And like, uh, I'm going through the 15 judges. I think of the 15, like 10 or 11 of them were endorsed by that, that police union. And then the, the handful that weren't, were the ones that I had the hardest time finding information on. And ultimately two of those people were the two people whose Twitter pages I found. So are you able to uh, share your ballot? Yeah. That, yeah. Cause I, that's what I did. I shared it to myself. If you get so, like, yeah, it, you, if you don't mind, I would, I would, I would love to use it as a reference. Um, since you've the already did. Our ballots most... are going to be different. Yeah, yeah. I just find the ones that are that match my uh, circuit. Like I would have figured a ju- well. Yeah, I guess it would be some might be different. So, uh, but yeah, I'm just curious. Cause, but I'm going to try to do my research in the next day or so. Um, 
But if I don't get a chance to research fully, I'm just going to wait and just vote on the, on Tuesday. I'm not going to rush it. I, I forwarded it to your Gmail. Oh, cool, cool. Because all you got to do is open it, and it just simply shows the people that I selected. So, like, if you go down to, like, if you were to look at it, the one that was, like, um, trying to find it. Uh, I think it was, shit, where was it? Because I'm trying to remember who the two motherfuckers that, whose Twitter pages I found. Uh, oh, Circuit Court Judge, Third Circuit. So, um, you, you're, I mean, you're probably not going to have that on your ballot, but it, when you look at my email for the Third Circuit Court Judge, there's only three people there, but I was able to choose from like 15, and I only chose those three because one was um, put into their current role by Whitmer, so I was like, okay, well, I can trust her judgment that she's not going to put in some Trump-ass hoe nigga <laughs> into uh, their position. And then the other two people were the people whose Twitter pages I found. <laughs> like that was, and that was all I was able to find on, the, on those judges. And then the ones that I didn't select were all endorsed by that police union. Mm, okay. Hmm, this is interesting. This is dope that you can share it and have all the, uh, they show all of the people. Yeah, this is dope as hell. Yeah, and, and and from the actual, if you look at the actual website, like it, it like I said, it's, it's dope. Like it gives you all kinds of information, and then once you save the ballot, you can share it to Facebook, you can share it to Twitter, you can send it in a text message, you can send it in an email, or like all that kind of shit. So once I finish mine, I just I emailed it to both me and uh me and my wife, so that way that way she like assuming she's willing to trust my decision making, uh, <laughs> she don't have to worry about it. She can just essentially copy my ballot. So. I mean, we you know we live in a world where women can vote and stuff, but you know I figure you guys have been married this long. She she would trust your judgment. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to think so. <laughs> it, it, not even not even just from the fact that we've been married is like the fact that like okay, who does she know that has better judgment on politics than me? Like uh, uh, my, my friend Larry, but Larry's not going to share his ballot with her, so, so right. she can settle for me. The second best option out of every human on earth that she knows. <laughs> The second most knowledgeable political person shared his ballot with her. So if she's going to look at that and go, and go eh, I still want to look it up. Like, I fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to uh, definitely um, check that out and then kind of do my research myself. And I'm going to see, like, my wife, does, she did, uh, she filled out her absentee. So we just got to drop hers off at a ballot box. Uh, but I, like I said, I've been toying with the idea of actually still voting voting in person or doing an absentee in person absentee you know in person at one of the the many places they have but i believe it stopped saturday so i need to i need to confirm that and that probably helped my decision too now has it ever been uh absentee voting like this did you you recall or you think just COVID really helped with this i think it's a combination of COVID and all of the all of the work that Trump is doing to undermine the election because I got a um, so on Sunday uh, my brother-in-law came over and he just came over to help me move some more stuff into a storage unit and it wasn't it wasn't a ton of shit but um, I, we mainly needed him for the extra vehicle but I mean he's young and in phenomenal shape and I'm old and in horrible shape so it's a good, it's a good, good combination to have the help. 
So he comes over, and uh, we're we're loading up our cars with this you know handful of stuff to take to the storage unit that I got. And we get to the storage unit, and we're you know just talking while we're you know putting stuff in the storage unit. And I get a text message that said, not a text message, a a, a CNN push notification that says 58 million ballots have already been cast. And I'm like, that is fucking insane. Like, th- like, and then I think I saw somebody tweet today that the number's up to like 62 million. Like, that is, the idea that 62 million people have already voted is, is mind-blowing to me. Because if you think, if you look at 2016, uh, Hillary Clinton got 62 million votes, period. Like, that's the entirety of her votes. And Trump got like 60 million. So, like, we've already had as many ballots cast prior to the election as Hillary Clinton got in total. Like, it's not even well, election day yet. Like, that's well, crazy, and, dude. Well, if we've learned anything from that number, then we know that we need more because that <laughs> we don't want that number to come back up. <laughs> Well, yeah, we certainly also don't. We definitely, I doubt all sixty-two for were for Biden. So. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely not. But uh, I, man, I've been trying, I've been trying not to to get like my hopes up. But don't, just, yeah, don't. <laughs> I guess I could just end it there. <laughs> right. I don't really have to say like, much. I don't of. know how to finish that sentence. <laughs> yeah, I just. Yeah, I just. I guess I. Yeah, really, I just. I. I've been trying to not get my hopes up, dude. Like I, it, but it's like you know, I was talking to wife early just about voting, and and you know we we listen to the radio going to get something to eat, and like every we listen to like ninety eight one of the black stations, and like every other commercial was like voting commercials and shit, you know, and I we like wow this is crazy. I've never heard so much about voting in advertisement, like ever, and you know just like. It's this is going to be like record number. I mean, we already got record numbers just from the mail-ins and all that shit. But this might be a record. This is probably going to be a record year of just voting in in history. Yeah, I saw a uh, uh, a tweet or something that said that this is projected to be the highest turnout since uh, what do they say ninety something? Um, I want to say ninety two. That would have been Clinton's first first term. Yeah, that sounds. I think that's what it was. I think it said ninety two, and that would that would make sense. So, and that that and that that tells you something too that if this is going to be the biggest turnout since Clinton's first run, like what does that say about this country that the country is so bad? that more people are coming out to for for reasons like I don't like this person so I and I've never voted but I hate this candidate so much that I'm going to vote for the first time just so that he doesn't win again versus 2008 when the first black guy is eligible <laughs> like right like that's crazy dog that more people are going to come out to vote out of out of hatred than who are going to go out for hope, like which is what Obama was selling. Like that's crazy to me. I mean, not crazy, but it's interesting. No, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting, interesting as hell. And at the same token, I see another side of that is that people are for the first time are probably 
voting like we don't want this old ass motherfucker to croak and a black woman becomes president. So while, you know, we have so many people who are voting because they hate Trump, I think there's a big portion of of right right wing voters who don't want to see Biden and they definitely don't want to see Kamala Harris in the White House. Yeah, 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 you're probably right. And you I'm know. uh and think about somebody like 50 Cent like not not 50 Cent. Um who was it that just said they're about to vote for the first time? Shaq. Um, like, damn, Shaq, like, you go, you voting for the first time, so you skipped 2008 and 2012? Like, it was right. a black guy eligible, and you still didn't vote, and now you voting because you don't like Trump so much? Like, that, I don't know, that's just, it's just interesting to me, I guess, because I don't think it's weird, because it kind of makes sense, but, like, and when I say makes sense, I'm not saying that it's a good decision, but I understand why somebody would arrive at that decision. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. But it's still like a really weird dynamic that you can have a black person who's preaching hope and change and all this positivity and he's articulate, he's young, dynamic. And you're like, nah, fuck it, not voting. And then Trump is so bad over the course of four years that you finally decide, okay, I'm going to go vote now. <laughs> like, well, damn, you know, it's, and it's like <laughs> the fact that you're, you know, just that, that whole Shaq fact of him not voting, like it makes sense from a perspective that he's probably been in money so long and didn't give a fuck about, you know, things that are happening in the world that you can, you can have, you could be so detached that you could be like voting doesn't, voting doesn't matter to me. I don't give a fuck. Uh, so, while I, it's crazy, I, I it's I don't want to say it's not it's not it's not surprising, but it I mean interesting I guess to use your word is uh um kind of my thoughts. Did you know I seen a I seen a tweet or a post, and I wasn't sure if it was like an Onion article or something like not factual, but I read something that Mark Lamont Hill is voting Democrat for the first time in twenty four years. Did you see that? No. What was he voting before? <laughs> I'm just gonna have to. Uh, no, he's been voting. He voted for the Green Party. There's no way he was okay. Because I'm like, there's no way he was voting Republican. Yeah, but I mean, I think one. I think the headline is hella fucking clickbaitish because for for someone to say that you you're thinking like, is he saying that he was voting Republican all this fucking time? And given the, you know the stuff he talked about, I would have been very shocked that he was a fucking Republican voter. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I, I'm not gonna say I wouldn't believe that, but yes, I would be appalled. Like, nigga, you vote for Trump in '16? Like, what? Are you, what are you doing? But no, I, I, no, voting Green Party that even sounds familiar. Like, I feel like I saw him endorse Jill Stein last last time, actually. But but so that means really though that he didn't vote for Obama either term. He's like, fuck him. I'm voting for whoever else. Who was who was in? I I don't know who was in the Green Party 2008 and 2012, but. Was that uh? No, I'm still thinking sixteen. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm still thinking sixteen. But um, did you? So I listen to NPR podcasts every day about politics, and one of the things about NPR is that they advertise the other podcasts that they do, and they do podcasts across all different kinds of like media. So like. It's not just NPR is all politics. It's like, no, you can have a NPR, po- a NPR podcast about music. You have an NPR podcast about movies, like all other kinds of shit, right? 
So I'm listening to um, the podcast that I listen to every morning. It's called Up First. It's like 15 minutes long, and it just goes over the shit that happened the previous day. And they put it out usually Monday through Friday, but over the course of the pandemic and leading up to the election, they added the Saturday show. So I listen to that every morning, right? So I'm listening to it, and they, 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 an ad pops up, and it's an ad for another NPR politics called, um, was it Louder Than a Riot, I think was the name of it? Have you heard of this podcast? No, I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah, it's called Louder Than a Riot. Um, so it's a brand new podcast. It's only got like, I think it's got an introductory episode and then like three or four regular ones. And uh, it was about a rapper named Mac. Are you familiar with Mac? From No Limit? Yep, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm familiar with him. Okay, so do you know what happened with him? I thought he got killed. No, nah, he's in jail. Oh, no, okay. So, I'm thinking about another No Limit rapper, but yeah, okay. So, um, assuming that our listeners who may or may not listen to this are not familiar, uh, Mac was on No Limit back in the late 90s. Um, back when No Limit was super, super popping is when they signed him. Um, he put out two albums. Uh, one was called Shell Shock, and the other was called World War III. Um, Mac was my favorite No Limit rapper. When I say No Limit rapper, I, I, I kind of I look at him as just a No Limit rapper. Whereas, like you know, somebody like Snoop, I like Snoop more than I like Mac, but I don't consider Snoop to be a No Limit rapper. I consider Snoop to be a rapper who spent some time with No Limit. So it's a weird right, distinction. Right, right, right. No, 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 no. It makes sense. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. Yeah. So I like both. I'm, I like both Snoop and Mystical more than I like Mac, but I, I consider both of them to not to not be No Limit rappers. I consider them both to be rappers who spent time on No Limit. And uh, but Mac is my favorite No Limit rapper. I think both of his albums are, in my opinion, perfect. I I can still listen to both of those albums today. Uh, he was like, they say people who talk about him say he was like the Nas of the South. I wouldn't go that far, <laughs> but yeah, he had I, bars. I liked him, though. Like, I thought he was dope. Yeah, like that was something that like with No Limit and, and Cash Money and shit like that, you're not really there for the lyrics. <laughs> like the lyrics is, is basic fucking shit. Like you're there for the, like the beats and how it makes you feel and how it's hype and how it, it bangs or whatever, right? You're not really here listening to like, oh man, and uh, juvenile man with these fucking bars killing me. Like, no, you're not really here for that. But Mac had bars. Like, Mac could spit. So, like, I really fucked with Mac. Out of nowhere, uh, bearing in mind, I'm probably like, you know, 18, 19 at the time, Mac goes to prison for murder. I'm not that interested in what all is going on in, in, in that level of detail. And then also at that time, information wasn't as accessible as it is today. So all I knew was that one of my favorite rappers was now going to prison for murder. That's it. So I'm listening to the NPR thing, and they're like, yeah, new podcast, Louder Than a Riot. Uh, in this three-part series, we chronicle No Limit rapper Mac. I said, yo! Because <laughs> like, I almost forgot. I, I almost say I'd forgotten about him, but I mean, he's been, he's been locked up for 20 years already. I haven't so, thought like, about him at all. I had right, totally forgot. You know? I, and I thought he died, but it was actually the rapper uh, Magic on No Limit. He died in a car accident mm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Uh, Go Mr. ahead. I'm Magic, sorry. Mr. Magic, yeah. yeah. Um, yep, I remember him. Um, but anyway, uh, so I'm like, yo, I, I, 
I not ha- I hadn't forgotten about Mac in the sense, but like I hadn't thought about him in a very long time. And I'm like, yo, this is an opportunity to find out like details about what happened. And what was he, like, what were you watching? Know, he went to jail. And what were you watching or listening to? NPR. Oh, okay, my okay. NPR, uh, my NPR Up First podcast did an ad for Louder Than a Riot, which is another NPR podcast, but it's about hip hop. So the first episode was about this um, uh, supposedly this uh, secret letter that was sent called uh, Industry Secrets. And it was about some deal that <laughs> rappers have made with like law enforcement to not rappers, but somebody. Some, it made with some deal that was made to uh where it made it easier for uh rappers to get arrested or some shit like that. I can't I can't remember it was some weird ass deal. It was like a it was basically it sounded like some uh some old Illuminati type shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the next three episodes are about Mac. So I'm like, well let me listen to this, right? Because I'm like, I have no idea what happened to him. I just know he got you know, he got charged with murder and he went to prison. That's it. I didn't know if he did it or not. I didn't I I'm not out here like free back because I don't know what happened. So I t- turned the shit on immediately because I'm like, yo, like I said, Mac is legit one of my favorite rappers ever. So like to have him brought back up like that, I'm like, oh, I need to hear hear this shit. So basically what happened is he was performing. He was traveling around. Uh, he was in, in Louisiana, but he was performing in some city in a county that's like not for black people. Like they like they knew like there's not really the spot. The black people need to be at whatever whatever the city was, and that, that like this city, I think uh, was, it was already kind of known like people from New Orleans don't really go to this city. So um, he scheduled to perform at some club there, and even that night he he for some reason wasn't really feeling it, but he did it anyway. So he's going to perform or whatever. He's at the club. He sees you know there's two people about to fight. His brother was working security that night for him. And he sees his brother trying to break up this fight. So he goes to the, you know, goes to the confrontation. And then his brother, because like, so there's no interview with Mac for this podcast, but there are interviews with Mac that somebody else did in 2015 uh, that was just kind of like chronicling what happened with him. So they played clips from that interview. And you hear Mac talking about, yeah, I seen, you know, I seen them fighting or whatever. I see my brother trying to break it up. So I go down there. He's like, and then I hear like a pop. And he was like, I thought it, he was like, I didn't know if it was like a gunshot like in the club or if it was a gunshot like in the beats, like in the music we make. Cause we put, you know, we put gunshots in the beats and shit sometimes. So he's like, I, I didn't know if it was in the beat or if it was like an actual gunshot. He's like, then I seen people running. So I was like, oh shit, it must be a gunshot. So then he says he started to dip. Then he realized that he didn't know where his mother was because his mother had come because he was using his mom was like taking tickets at the door or something like that and his dad his dad had a job too so like his mom his dad and his brother was all there like basically working for him and he's about to dip out and he's like yo i, I don't know where my mom is so he goes back in to find his mom finds his mom and his dad and they come outside and apparently there's a dude um, outside who's been shot and they look and it's like there's some woman there who claims she's like a nurse or whatever she's looking at him and they're like, oh, is he going to be all right? And she's like, yeah, he just shot in the arm. And they're like, all right. So then they dip out and go home. So then the police call Mac the next day. And it's like, yo, we want you to come in for questioning. And he's assuming like, oh, it's probably about that shooting or whatever. They was like, yeah, um, you know, we want you to come in because we, we, we want to question you about a murder. Like, now he's like, nigga, a murder? Like, what? You're like, the nigga just got shot in the arm. 
find out the bullet went through the dude's arm into his heart. So he died. Yeah. So um, again, Mac, assuming that everything's fine, you know, he goes to do the question or whatever. Um, No, actually, he doesn't go. He doesn't go. The police come to his house and and, or wherever, wherever he was at. Maybe the Terrence house. I don't know whose house he was at. They come to him. Now, he had a gun on him that night for protection that he says he pulled out once he heard the gunshot. But that was it. He just pulled it out. He didn't do nothing. So police come. They come in like mad, like, you know, not like, hey, we're just here to question. Like, no, they come in like we ready to arrest some niggas in here. So they come across his dad first. And his dad is like, uh, no, I'm not Mac, but I'm his dad. Like, well, you know, what's up? And that's when they find out that they're questioning for the murder or whatever. And he's like, no, that dude just got shot in the arm. They're like, no, that nigga died. So police confiscate all the guns in the house, including the gun that Mac had on him that night. And they take Mac in or whatever. And, you know, long story short, they charge the nigga with second degree murder and, you know, for, for killing this dude. And he's like, I didn't fire my gun. I didn't shoot nobody. And apparently there was two witnesses that said that he did. And that was, I guess that was enough. So he go to trial. And I think actually, no, even before trial, while he's locked up, wait, awaiting trial, somebody confesses to the fucking shooting. I like, I did that shit. They said, dude came to me with a broken bottle and I just reacted. I pulled my heat out. I shot. Him. So we got a confession now. Second part, once the trial starts, Mac's lawyer doesn't want to have the guy who confessed. Uh, he do, he doesn't want to have that brought into trial because he says if witnesses disagree with what he said, then that makes Mac look bad. And then they wanted to throw it out because they were saying that the dude who confessed was probably just trying to take the rap for Mac. And they brought up like priors or something that this guy had saying that he wasn't like a trusted source. I'm like, you mean to tell me that you are going to say this guy who confessed to this murder is not a credible source because of previous crimes he did in the past? Like, to me, that sounds like reason to believe the nigga. Like, he commits crimes. Like, like he confessed to another one. What the fuck, dude? He doesn't end... So his confession gets thrown out. He doesn't testify. The woman who... I I can't remember who the first witness was, but the second witness was the woman who was working on dude's arm, who said he just got shot in the arm. This bitch said she saw sparks come out of his gun or some shit. And then, and that was it. They didn't have nothing else other than that because all the guns that they confiscated from Mac's house, including the one that Mac had on his person, was not the murder weapon. So they did not have the murder weapon. (laughs) They had a confession from someone else. They had all of Mac's guns, none of which were the murder weapon. And the absolute best thing they had was this woman saying that she saw sparks come out of his gun. You know what their key, their key uh, piece of evidence to use to convict him was? His motherfucking lyrics. Yeah. I'm just let that settle in. <laughs> so, mind you, a confession? His gun was not the murder weapon. They have one witness who says she saw sparks come out of his gun. Not she, I saw him shoot this person. I saw sparks <laughs> and their best defense. I mean, they're not defense, but their best uh, prosecution strategy was to use this nigga's lyrics against them. 
So Man. it's all bad. It's all bad. I've been so, around for a while, and um, I've never known lyrics to actually kill a nigga. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, how can they possibly? Well, I know he got convicted. So I'm like, how the fuck do they convict this nigga with this? So they go to you know to the jury or whatever. Um, jury comes back later that same day, and they had the option to downgrade his charge from second degree murder to manslaughter. So what they they did that they found him guilty of manslaughter, which again is still wrong, but it's it's manslaughter. His first offense. Mac had no criminal record prior to this. So now he's got no criminal record. We already covered the shitty lack of evidence they have against him. All they've got is his lyrics. And the charge is now, he, even though he shouldn't be guilty at all, he's now guilty of manslaughter instead of second degree murder. You know what the fuck this judge did? They gave this nigga with no priors and no evidence who was convicted of manslaughter 30 fucking years. 30. Bruh, <laughs> I, 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 my silence. My silence is really just, just, just disbelief. Cause I never knew about his story. Oh, and wow. But continue, cause I'm just, I don't, I don't have much to say right now. Anyway, <laughs> one, one more, one more little piece. Cause I, I'm not even done with it yet. It's three episodes. I've only listened to the first two, so there could still be more information that comes out about this. But apparently, at that time. In Louisiana, you did not need a unanimous verdict to convict. So, so one person say and you guilty, a, you guilty. No, no, it still needs to be majority. But every other time, every other time, it has to be unanimous. That's why you get jurors that juries that get held up for so long because they're that, that it's that one nigga that's holding out, and they're like trying to convince that one person who's who's holding out the verdict. So that like that's how you know. Uh, deliberations could take so long. It ended up being 10 to 2. They had two people who thought he wasn't guilty. 10 people who thought he was. So not only was he convicted for all the established bullshit reasons we've we've already covered, but it wasn't even a unanimous conviction because for some fucking reason you could convict somebody in Louisiana at that time without having a, a unanimous jury. So he goes to prison for 30 years. It's been uh, almost 20. He's still in there. <laughs> like, hasn't um, I haven't gotten to them talking about parole, but my boy told me that he's listened to all three. He said that he was up for parole a few years ago and they denied it because, quote unquote, he had not yet served enough time. I mean, he had again, a certain enough time for, for, <laughs> for some shit. That he, um, hey, I, I kind of I looked at uh, uh, the wiki on him and he was saying he tried to come up with clemency in 16, but nothing happened. But Man, that is a whack ass case, dog. Wow. I mean, you know, you've heard, you've heard, we've heard this shit about like C murder and all that shit, and I just, I think C murder just did it. Um, but damn, dude, <laughs> you you hear this shit and you like, no. no then you had a motherfucker who confessed. Too, that's that's the wildest part to me. Is is the the lack of of credibility that the the lawyers and and everybody gave the confession the police gave the confession like as soon as I, I did not know that someone else confessed to that murder dog like man <laughs> and and then the crazy thing about it 
is they well one of the crazy things about it is they use his lyrics as a means to convict him. That was their strongest evidence was his lyrics, and he only started rapping gangster shit once he joined No Limit because that was what No Limit was doing. He wasn't even rapping like that before he was on No Limit. So he was rapping all that gangster shit on No Limit, and they read, they had somebody kind of like read slash reenact um, some of the transcripts from the trial, and the lawyer for the uh, prosecution was reading his lyrics. One, they cherry-picked the lyrics, obviously. Two, they read the lyrics wrong. Three, the lyrics weren't even for Mac. Mac rapped them, but he was speaking from a perspective of his father. So, like, they kept saying that, like, they kept quoting a lyric that said, murder, murder, kill, kill, uh, uh, mess with me, get a bullet in your head. That's what they said. Like, that, that's what he rapped. That is not what he rapped. He has a song called Murder, Murder, Kill, Kill, where that is in the hook. But that lyric about the uh, mess with me, get a bullet in your head, he didn't, he was in that, in the actual verse, he was talking about his father, who was a Vietnam vet, and how his father rides for him. So he's saying that if you mess with him, his father's going to put a bullet in you because you mess with his son. So they twisted the lyrics to make it sound like Max saying, if you mess with me, I will shoot you in the head. So they made it sound like, so they did that to like establish him as having a character of somebody who's prone to violence. And that is how they convicted him. Of twisted, cherry-picked lyrics. Despite a confession and no evidence. <laughs> Bruh. Mind-blowing, dude. I don't even know. I honestly don't know if I could stay in jail that long knowing all this shit. Knowing I didn't do it, knowing all of the evidence, the lack of evidence they had, I just don't know if I could have stayed alive, dog. Man, he said, he said after they read the sentencing, he was like, I hated everybody. He was like, I hated. He was like, I was mad at God. I was mad at uh, the police. I was mad at lawyers. I was mad at fr-. like he's like I was mad at everybody. He's like because he he's like I couldn't understand why God would do this to me. That made me so sad, dog. Because I'm like, I'm not a religious person. But if I was a religious person, I don't know how I could continue to think that, uh, continue to worship a God who would put me in prison for 30 years for some shit I didn't do with no evidence and using my own, misusing my lyrics against me. And I'm supposed to believe that there's a God who loves me that would allow that to happen? Like, I, I felt so bad for him that he, like, that was his moment. Like, I, I don't know if he's an atheist now or if he's still a believer or whatever, but, like, that was his moment. Like, I just got sentenced to 30 years in prison. Like, why would God let this happen to me? That's sad, dude. That's fucking sad. And that's why... And, and it, it's all... Obviously, it's all racism. Like, it's all, like... You know, it's, it's, it happened in a racist town, and... I mean, what other reason could there be to take a black man, uh, a rapper, and uh, and and manipulate his lyrics to force a prison sentence with no evidence? You're more, they're more concerned with putting a black man in prison for the crime instead of actually finding the person who did the crime and putting that person in prison. It's all about just closing the case or just getting it getting another black man off the streets, whatever the case may 
maybe let's do oh we have a guy that we can put this on let's let's do that and be done with it as opposed to we have a guy we can put this on but we have absolutely no fucking evidence so maybe we should keep looking for the guy who actually did it it who knows maybe it's the guy who said i did it but no they wanted to put mac in there like and that's why um we i don't think we've talked about this on the podcast but there's something that um well no we've talked about this concept on the podcast because i had this idea but um it was before I had read uh, Malcolm X's autobiography. And in Malcolm X's autobiography, he talks about this concept of uh, separation versus segregation. And mm-hmm. y- if you remember a while back, I've been saying like, that's why we need our own shit. That's right. why I was like, I wish we could just, what did I say? Like, I wish we could just like buy out like North Dakota or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, like, just, be, just us like, be there and shit. Yeah, and just us be there. And this is the perfect example of why. And when Malcolm talked about segregation versus separation, it's a tough term. It's a tough difference to make because both terms, in a way, sound similar to me. But the the difference is, if seg- you got segregation is like if you outlaw a group. So like you look here, it's like this country is ran by white people. Segregation is when they go, you black people, y'all go over there, y'all can't eat at our restaurants, y'all can't drink from our water fountains, y'all can't use the same bathrooms as us. But we all still under the one umbrella of the United States that is ran by white people, as opposed to separation, where we go off and do our own thing. Like, think of, like, kind of like the Black Wall Street in Tulsa, but to a larger degree. So, like, we got our own shit. We got our own banks. We got our own businesses, our own grocery stores, our own economy, our own justice system. Like, it's all our own shit. And he compared it to, like, how if black people have their own community, they're segregated. But when white people have their own community, it's just community. And then like, you don't hear about like, like Chinese people or like, or here, even in Detroit, Arabic people. What, look, at, look at Arabic people are doing it. It's Dearborn. That's it. We need our own Dearborn. You look at Dearborn, all the, all the places there, it's all halal shit. Everything's in fucking Arabic. All the Arabic people, all the Middle Eastern people live there. Like it, they they own all the gas stations, all the liquor. They own all the gas station liquor stores in Detroit too. But like you know, they own all, all the right. gas station liquor stores. Yeah, you know, like everything is halal. Like it's just it's it's all their own shit. That separation, like, and he talked about Chinatown. Like white people didn't send Chinese people to Chinatown. China Chinese people just like yo, this is our own shit. So we just gonna do our own thing, and they're allowed to do that. Whereas segregation, we don't. We're just excluded from shit but we're still under the control of white people. We're still in the white people justice system. We're still shopping at their grocery stores, all that other shit, right? And this, listen to what happened to Mac was when I was like, this is why we need separation because this system isn't set up for us. Like we are, not only is it not set up for us and it's set up for white people, but it's set up, up to fuck over black people. Like it's, it's not for us. And like none of this shit is for us. That's why I'm all. This is why, and this is why it's coming into it's making more sense to me. Why I I turned the corner on defund the police because I'm like, like I said when I talked about defund the police, I'm like the police not for us. We talk about the justice system and we talk about like, oh, if something happens, you gonna call the police? No, I don't call them motherfuckers because they're not here to protect me. They're here to protect your white ass. Mm-hmm. But like that, like that's that's the separation. Like we need our own shit, our own our own police. 
like our own fucking grocery stores, our own banks, our own economy, our own justice system. Like we need that for ourselves. And that's why I was like, I think I said, I don't know if it was on the podcast or if I tweeted it. Um, no, I tweeted it. I was saying that like, I want to start like a black podcast network. And I know that already exists somewhere, but one, I'm not in it. And two, I don't want to, um, just jump in somebody. I don't want to give control, any control. Yeah. I don't want to give anybody control over our shit. Like we built this, we've been doing it for almost 250 episodes, which is more than any person that I know who does podcasting. I don't know anybody who has 250 episodes and six years under their belt of doing this shit. I'm not, I'm not willing to hand that. I'm not willing to hand that control over to somebody else. So like, I don't want to join one, but I want to start one and I want to have like, and I want to do that. I want to try to make that happen. I don't know how to do it, but, but I want to try to make it happen to where at least on a small scale that we, we being whatever black inner circle I can come up with can have, can start to build our own shit where we only fuck with each other. And like, maybe that could be a thing where like, you know, we pull in, you know, it maybe it's not like a living community, like, like Dearborn, but, or like a certain city or state, but maybe it could be something where like, okay, who all you know, this black lawyers. All right, cool. If I get in trouble, I'm only fucking with those people. Who are, you know, uh, own a black, a black owned grocery store. Okay, so if I need food, I'm only gonna shop from them people. And just kind of like do it like that to where we only fuck with each other and then just try to like build it out, I guess, and build each other up. So like now if I'm supporting, if I say, okay, if I need groceries, I know that there's these three black owned grocery stores, I'm only gonna go there. I'm expect those same three black grocery store niggas, just like I'm giving you your support, I expect you to give me support in my endeavors. So put up, if I give you a sign for what up though podcast, put that you better put that shit in your motherfucking window. Right. right so but right, and we exactly. all build each other up, man, because man, these white people ain't out here for us, bro. Nah, and you know, the more you know we, the more we think about shit like that, like the whole concept of the system is broken. The system isn't broken, the system works the way it's supposed to work. And we're just not involved it's, on, man, on the plus preach, side. Nigga, preach, you nigga. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so when these yes. ideas of you know uh separation is 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 a great fucking great fucking thoughts and ideas because we just we live in a world we're we're just not you know we we may be full uh accounted as full people and not uh two thirds and all that crazy shit but man we treated like lesser lesser individuals like dogs got more fucking rights than us and the shit's wild man shit's fucking wild it is man so. I'm going to be spending a lot of next week kind of like ruminating on like the idea of separation and how we can kind of like start to build that out and build that up. Cause I'm like, man, I'm not, I can't, I can't deal with this no more, man. Like, like finding out about what happened to Matt 20 years ago, dog, like that happened to that nigga 20 years ago and worse if equal, if not worse things are still happening today. That nigga's going to get out at some point. I think he's actually eligible for parole sometime this year. At some point, he's going to get out and he's going to walk out into a world that is no more fair than it was when he went in 20 years ago or 30 years ago, whenever the fuck he gets out. Like, and it, that's and fucked it, up. And it, and it <laughs> might and it might be and it might be somewhat out outwardly more racist. Right. <laughs> he's going to get out like, man, I might as well go back in that motherfucker. Right. Like, 
I was like, cool with all the niggas in there. Like y'all got the president, <laughs> y'all got the president telling the Proud Boys to stand by and shit. That shit wasn't happening twenty five years ago and shit. Like, oh, right? Man. Yeah, that's it. You mean a president, the nigga from Apprentice? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he know he knows who the, he knows who's president, but I think it'd yeah, be man, I think like, it'd be interesting. I think it'd be interesting though. You know, if 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 people from prison had no fucking views of what the outside world is. And they just, I would be so curious after 20 years just to like come out and just see how fucked up shit is. After not hearing no music, no radio, no politics, no nothing. You come out like, damn, this is really fucked up. Like, I really want to be, I really wanted to be out here, huh? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, damn, y'all yeah. fucked up. Y'all living in a prison outside of prison and shit. And then the last thing I'm going to say about Matt is, um, after I listened to it, I decided to do some digging on him and whatever, and I, I found out that he still has a a Facebook page and an Instagram page that are up to date. Somebody's updating these pages for him, probably a family member, mm-hmm. and it's got like recent pictures and shit. There's a picture of him and Sea Murder from uh, March. Yeah, I, on his I saw Instagram. that on my my short Google um, of him. Yeah. Um, a few minutes ago, man, yeah. that is fucking insane, man. And I, I would say, just I'm probably gonna buy a free Mac T-shirt, which is saying a lot, because anytime a nigga go to jail, somebody creates a free that person T-shirt, and 95 percent of the time, my first thought is that nigga did it. So why am I gonna <laughs> wear a free whoever the fuck T-shirt? But dog. Matt, like I said, one, Mac is one of my all-time favorite rappers. Two, I have no problem giving that man some more of my money. I haven't given him money since in 20 years. And three, that's a nigga that deserves to be free. <laughs> so um, I don't know. I would encourage any of y'all to, even if you don't cop a, uh, you know, cop a free Mac t-shirt or, or something like that, man, listen to the nigga's album, dog. Like, do something, man. Get, you know, get that nigga some love, man. And I, I guarantee you, if you are a hip hop fan, you will not be disappointed in either of them albums. I guarantee fucking tea it. Because like I, I listened to some of them, I listened to some songs again today, and I'm like, yup, still bangs. Yeah, <laughs> still Shell, Shell, Shell Shock was the album that I liked from him. Um, and then it, it was a, mm-hmm. I, I know he had a few other ones, but uh, Shell Shock was the one that comes up on my, um, and I, I can when I, I saw it, what it looked like, then even before I pulled up the picture. And I'm like, yeah, I, I remember that dude. Yeah, the, it's a, yep, it's a recognizable album cover because you remember at that time, No Limit will put out an album, and the booklet will have the pictures of the next 15 albums coming out. So you would see that before Shell Shot came out, you were seeing that goddamn album cover <laughs> for a whole year leading up to it and shit. <laughs> like, like, man, I saw this album cover back in the on the Truth of the Game CD. Ah, <laughs> it's finally out now. So. Hey, I just I just oh, searched yeah, I searched and I'm, I'm sending you a link. <laughs> they got a uh best of Mac uh mixtape on Dat Piff. First off, I didn't know Dat Piff was still going, but uh Me yeah. <laughs> Man, oh, that and is also wild, while wow, that's wild. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I was saying also while checking out shit, I saw that him and C Murder put out a co mixtape in oh, twenty eighteen called Wrongfully Convicted. I, I'm that, like, oh, that, that I didn't know. So you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me that I can listen to new Mac songs? <laughs> like, what a great day! <laughs> like, I don't even care if it's poor quality. Like, 
man, I'll just be happy to hear some new raps from that nigga. I mean, they two years old, but they new to me. I ain't heard no new Mac raps in 20 years. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna listen to that shit. I'm, I'm still kind of just flabbergasted to the whole story, though. Th- that is just fucking insane. Man, I was mad all day today, dog. Because I listened to the first part was the first episode was mainly about um, his past, like how he got into rap, his childhood, like that kind of shit. The second episode was all about his trial. The, I, and I listened to that today. Pissed off all day. Like, this is some fucking bullshit. I mean, as if you need another reason to be pissed off at the world. <laughs> right. <laughs> Speaking of pissed off at the world, that was the other thing I want to talk about was, um, did you see that the what the Supreme Court ruled about Wisconsin? So I, I saw it briefly today when I, I saw your the post that you did. And... Um, Oh yeah, because you saw uh, uh, the comments that I had on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, they basically they they ruled that it is okay legal for the state of Wisconsin to throw out or not count whatever any ballots that arrive after election day, even if they are postmarked before election day. And like one of the articles that I read said that there were eighty thousand ballots as such in the uh, uh, primary that so like all things if all things were exactly the same and continued exactly the same that's 80,000 potential lost ballots and I'm fairly certain that there would be far more people showing up for the actual election than for the primaries so you know that's well over 80,000 lost ballots and to me like that shit is whether it's legal or not is irrelevant to me because we're talking about what's what's right and wrong, what should be done or what should not be done. And there is no way that I would think a Supreme Court justice could sit and think, yeah, it's okay to throw out throw out ballots that were done ahead of time. Yeah, that's fine. Like there's no way you think that's okay unless you know, as most people do, that most of these absentee ballots are gonna be Democrats. Because they're the ones who are not going to go to the polls because of all the COVID that the Republicans think is a scam or they're not afraid of it or they won't get sick or it's not a big deal. The Republicans are still going to go to the actual polls. It's the Democrats who are sending in these ballots. So you got a 5-3 decision by the Supreme Court, which at the time was the exact conservative to liberal count. And and now they're saying like, yeah, no, the, the votes ain't going to count. Like, how can you just say some votes ain't going to count, dog? Like... Because you know the votes ain't because they because they know the votes is not votes that are gonna gonna help them. That's why. And the fact that that can be legal, and I like I don't give a and I saw like you're um, reading your post. I don't I wouldn't give a fuck if it's actually legal. That's morally fuck fucked up. That shouldn't be legal. Yeah, exactly. Because like, if those votes were potentially potential Republicans, that shit would be legal as fuck, and it would be. You know, the, the 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 it will be reversed, and that's the whole purpose of rushing this confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett into the Supreme Court. Because now you'll have a six-three conservative advantage, and I know Trump's plan is to dispute the result of the election after he loses. And if it goes to the Supreme Court, he's got three motherfuckers on there that he put on it. Like, 
Hey, that and that also. Hey, and that, I can't get over this, dog. So this that is so that corrupt. that rush of voting her in at like nine o'clock at night and shit just shows that when they really want to do some shit, they could pull that shit off. But when it's something to help the the general public and all that shit, ah, let's think about it. Let's let's wait a minute and shit like that. No, no, no. The motherfuckers knew exactly what the fuck they were doing when they did that confirmation vote at fucking nine and nine in the fucking night and shit. They knew exactly what the and fuck they were also, doing. And that's also why the Democrats have been complaining about the stimulus bill that passed in the House months ago that has been sitting waiting on the Senate to vote on it. Mitch McConnell putting that shit off because, like, fuck us, right? <laughs> Put that shit off. Let me, but we can push through a Supreme Court nominee in record time. Like, it, it's it's so unbelievably corrupt, all the way up to the president and to the Supreme Court unbelievably corrupt this entire system this entire country it's not for us it's only meant to serve the rich white elite and it's a complete fucking sham this country is a joke our justice system is a joke our police force is a joke it, it's like it's all it's all ridiculous that's again that's why i say we got to get our own shit because this is ridiculous like if you can't trust the fucking supreme court who can you fucking trust in this country I mean, if you can't that, trust the fucking Supreme Court. And 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 to, and to be perfectly honest, we almost can't trust the fucking Democrats that are that we fucking have on our side because they're not doing enough to make shit happen anyway. No, I mean, they're not. Uh, Biden wasn't even opposed to the nomination. No. Yeah, and 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 that's and that's, I mean, that's one of the many reasons that Joe Biden ain't shit either. Like, let's not get it twisted. Joe Biden is not worthy of being president either. He just ha- so happened to come along at a time where it, it, it's like one of those one of those opportunity things. Because remember that motherfucker didn't even he was like one of the last people to actually say that he was gonna run. Yep. Like, and it's probably because he looked at it like, mm, well, if I end up running against Trump, I got a fucking good chance of winning, right? Like, so it's like that's how we end up with fuck ass people like that who we are fo- forced to vote for. And like, my only hope for Biden's presidency is that he will put enough smart people in his cabinet that will do. Uh, do things that will help the common man, and will do, and will will help to push him to do the right things. Like, I, I, but, but even then, look at this old dumb piece of shit. He's looking at he's looking at Republicans for his cabinet. Why? Why? Because he's probably sitting there, look, just like the dumbass Democrats always do, trying to make things, trying to trying to build some fucking happy sing along utopia bullshit, like. They would never do that. Never would they be like, "Hell, we're, we we want to we want things to be fair." So let's make sure we put both Democrats and Republicans uh, in all in all areas of government to make sure that things are fair. Man, the Republicans will put Republicans in every single spot they have and will fuck you with a broomstick if you try to say otherwise. And then he finally gets the opportunity, which he doesn't have yet, but theoretically within a week he could have the opportunity to do the exact same thing and be like, all right, now I'm going to put Democrats in all these places and we're going to try to fix this country. And this old dumb motherfucker is looking at Republicans. Like, are you shitting me? Like, how many times do they have to slap you in the face before you go, yeah, I don't think I want to get slapped anymore. But no, this nigga's going to go, yeah, you know what? I think I want harder, firmer, and more frequent slaps. So let me put some Republicans on here too. Like, the idiocy is, I'm not even calling it, it is idiocy. He's doing it on purpose. Like, it's it's all so fucking corrupt, dog. 
So fucking corrupt. I just can't see how he, in his right mind feels that putting a Republican in place is going to be beneficial. I, I don't, man. I'm like, he doesn't even have a team to be like, hey, wait, wait, wait. Let's not, let's not say that. Matter of fact, let's not do that. Like, no one on his team is like, they got to be some smart motherfuckers uh, uh, around the, the, or maybe not. Maybe I'm just being too optimistic. Maybe the fuck I, not. I'm just hoping that. I'm hoping that he, even if he does put some Republicans in place, which, God, God, I would fucking lose it. But if he does put some Republicans in place, at least hopefully he he will counter that by putting in place some progressive liberals. Like, if Bernie Sanders don't get a spot in his goddamn cabinet, <laughs> I swear to God, I'll be so fucking mad. Because uh, that's an appointment, right? Yeah. Like, make, make, Bernie, make Bernie Sanders... The um, uh, fuck. What's the the the? Whoever the fuck's in charge of healthcare, put him put him in that. You know, like like give him that, or give him uh, labor secretary, make him in charge of in, in charge of jobs and shit like that. Give give him something that that that's his deal. Like give Bernie Sanders some shit. Give AOC something. You know somebody like that, or you know some some progressive. Uh, you know, give give AOC give AOC something like uh, um, in the environment. You know, A- AOC is all about the Green New Deal. She's all about protecting the environment, climate change, all that kind of shit. Um, g- give AOC something like that. Give me some reason to feel like no matter what happens, I'm gonna get fucked. Give me a reason to not feel that way, because that's how I feel right now. Like no matter what happens, we're gonna get fucked. And I'm like, I I, I don't want to deal with that. So give me some reason to think that I won't get fucked. Yeah, it's 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 this next two next two three months is gonna be real fucking interesting. Interesting. <laughs> it is, dude. It is, man. Oh, all right, man. all right. Looking forward to it. So what nah. you got? I've nah, ranted I'm, long I'm enough. Not, I'm I'm not I'm not either. Um, so I've got a couple of random random stories in the news I thought was interesting. Um, first story comes from uh comes from Michigan and Inkster and um, it is titled Inkster couple accused of holding man hostage, torturing him using a dog shot collar and boiling water. <laughs> um, Inkster couple was arraigned for unlawful imprisonment and assault. Um, the, alleged vis- uh, the alleged victim was found in his underwear after he escaped. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So this is a part that was like pretty interesting. Uh, oh, it's all interesting. But the complainant said uh, the two people put a dog shot collar on him and shocked him with it, whooped him with extension cords, beat him with a wooden board, a wooden board, took boiling hot hot water from the uh, hot water heater in the basement, and put buckets and forced him uh, forced his hand for several minutes. What I guess my. Fuck? I guess my question is, what the fuck did this dude do? That's, yeah. Yep, that's, that's really the only question. <laughs> what did he do to deserve that shit? And how do you come up with these creative-ass ideas? Like, yo, get some water from the water here. Don't even hit the, We don't have time uh, to boil a pot. Let's <laughs> just this is, this is get it right from get the source. Get some water out the water here. This is right from the story. Right, it, it was, right it was funny. Early, I read the story and I thought they said uh, boiling hot dog water. 
was like, wait, these motherfuckers didn't even want to use plain water. They used some fucking hot dog water. <laughs> like, like, why can I smell this nigga's torture? <laughs> so this, smell like? this, this last one was even crazier to me. The criminal complaint said he was also forced to chew on a urine-soaked face towel that the dog used. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, what was the dog That's using creative. a a, a, fa- a face towel for? <laughs> I didn't even catch that. <laughs> Man, dog. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if he had a, if that was like if they just laid a towel on the floor like hey that's yeah that, that's what I'm guessing he just, it was just a towel the dog was peeing on but it just made you chew on that shit like what movies were they watching where they said we're gonna do all this shit put a dog shot collar I, I don't know I don't know what movie was watching come up that damn damn pee soaked towel I don't know where the I don't know where the fuck they saw that at. <laughs> man just look man you like yeah, like that. Just let me go, dog. I want, I want to drink no more dog pee. Uh, I, like, how, like how did he? Like how did he break free though? Like did he just go to the window? He waited till the motherfucker was asleep. Like there was so much more to the story. I I really gotta know. But the dog between the the hot water heater water and the dog soaked urine biting tile was just like over the fucking top for me. Shit, the I, dog the dog probably chewed that nigga's uh. Tune that niggas' binds off, like yo. Right. I'm sorry they did this to you. I'm gonna Man, let you, you go. Like, <laughs> even, like even the dog thought this was fucked up. Like dog, you can get out of here. They'll be sleeping a minute. Nigga, run, run. Nigga. They all they, they going off to go fuck. Right. I read this. I read the story a few times, and I'm just like, God, what the fuck is wrong with people? Man. <sighs> yeah. That nigga. I hope that nigga. Man, I, I don't want to say I hope that nigga did something to deserve it, but like it. If I find out, like, oh yeah, he uh, like he molested one of their kids. All right. Okay, cool. I'm, <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm cool. cool with it. I'm not even tripping. I'm like, okay, I get it. I totally get it. I totally understand. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what? What the fuck did he do? I, I'm I'm really gonna follow that story because I'm really curious. Like, what the fuck my man did to deserve all this shit? But if I find out he stepped on that nigga's Yeezys, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> man. Nigga yes. Stepped on my Yeezys. Yeah, Strip naked and put his collar nigga, on. Him. Like, bite this, <laughs> bite this pissy ass rag, nigga. Yeah. yeah my goddamn Yeezys. These bitches expensive. <sighs> Jesus. Fido. <Christ. laughs> Go pee on Fido. the bath house. I got, an, I got, an, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Go <for> Fido. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So ne- the next story I got um, is police officer killed by cockfighting rooster's blade while breaking up match. Um, so this happened in the Philippines. Y'all got to break this shit up. No. Rooster break out his knife. Right, no, nigga, you right. got to bounce. <laughs> so I got I got they a story. For them uh, blades that they use for shaving. Bruh, <laughs> straight, it's funny. Straight blade is flipping out. Hold hold that thought because I got a, I got a story about a, a, a blade like that too. But yeah, hold that thought. So, police officer in the Philippines was killed by a rooster's blade while raiding a cockfight. The rooster's gaff. Oh, so the gaff. Okay. First off, I'm thinking a rooster's gaff is like that. Uh, let me just look up that first because I don't even know what the fuck a rooster's gaff. I thought you mean a gaff like a mistake, like the rooster's gaff, like the rooster made. Oh, a mistake. like the, like the way he <laughs> fucked up. 
<laughs> the way where the rooster fucked up at is. <laughs> oh, like, where, okay. Where your real gaff was. So they put blades on the arms or the feet of them. Mm-hmm. And that's where the blade was. Okay. So they, they take blades on their on their feet. I guess that's how they fight and shit. So the rooster's gaff, a sharp blade fixed to the leg for fighting, somehow cut through the officer's femoral artery on his thigh. Yeah. Damn. Like, I'm not grabbing them fuckers. Matter of fact, I probably just shoot them bitches. Like, why am I even getting close? You know what they, you know what's going I can just see them picking it up and that thing just going crazy and cutting him the fuck up. Like, why would you do that? Why would you even grab it? Yeah, I'm like, let's let him calm down first. <laughs> Like feed the nigga some Benadryl or something, and then we'll go. We'll go through Man, <laughs> like no, we just go throw some nets on them hoes and just let them chill out for a while. Not doing right. that. that. That officer rolled up. <laughs> that officer rolled up right at the fight over. That nigga still hype and shit. <laughs> like get off me, nigga! Roundhouse kick, <laughs> roundhouse kick that nigga to the leg. Like damn, that rooster got some precision. <laughs> Man, I, yeah, that just seemed like the wildest shit. Like of all, th- they said it. What did they say? The guy said in twenty five years he's never experienced. He's never lost a man due to cockfighting spurs. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any other time, see if it was a black rooster, they'd have just shot him. Hey, like, hey no. shot his ass dead. That motherfucker would have never been alive. It never would have been a story. Man. Oh, wait, no, you said it was in the Philippines, so maybe not. But still, hey, I, my I, joke I, lives on. Yeah, I, I'm going to roll with that, too. Um, so the other thing that I, uh, speaking of blades, um, so I, I was on Twitter the other day and I seen a clip from this old black exploitation movie called, uh, JD's revenge. And so I started looking it up cause I found they had the whole movie on YouTube, but then I found they had it on Amazon prime. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll watch it. So JD's revenge was a black exploitation horror film came out in 76, uh, Glenn Terman, are you familiar with Glenn Terman? That's um, the nigga that uh let me what let me before you tell me who he is, let me let me look him because I think I know who it is. Okay. Uh yeah, yep, that's him. That's the nigga from the different world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and he's on uh he's on this season of Fargo too. Oh he is? Okay, yeah. I always I, I remember from Different World, but my my most memorable one now is from the wire because he was a mayor. Uh mayor. Oh Lewis. yeah, yep. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. So he was on there. He was, it starred him, and uh, Lou Gossett was in the movie as well. So I watched that shit, okay. man. First off, I am, like, infatuated with now with, with finding other black exploitation films that I've never watched because the shit is so comical. Like, they use nigga all through the fucking shit. It, it's, <laughs> it's, dog, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so the plot for this one was that... Uh, Glenn Turner was a young kid and a college student or whatever. And he went out on, on with his friends to this uh, show where he got hypnotized. And when he got hypnotized, he he became the host for this guy named uh, J.D. Um, I forget his last <laughs> name. J.D. Walker, who was killed like 30 years ago. And so he became like, it came like his alter ego and shit. And so oh, he was out, so like he like he was possessed by him. Yeah, he was possessed by him. Oh, he was okay. out trying to find the people who actually killed him and shit. Man, you said a host. I'm like, this sounds like a nice oh. movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he no. A, like he invited him to a dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this don't sound like horrible. horrible at all. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but one of the things is that he carried a fucking switchblade like that. 
And that was his uh, weapon of choice and shit. Fucking hilarious, dog. But I'm actually like really like I'm going to find as many of these motherfuckers uh, movies I can find. I mean, we all know like a lot of the popular ones like Superfly, Shaft, um, mm-hmm. Dolomite and shit like that. But I'm definitely going to jump into the. If I can find these motherfuckers. Cause... And what was so cool about Black Exploitation is that they all had dope ass fucking artwork and shit. Like if you search Black Rotation and it shows all the posters and shit, all the posters was like really artsy and shit. Let's say like wow. hand hand painted posters and shit for a lot of the movies. I mean, you had Blackula, um, uh, a lot of shit that had like uh, um, Jackie Brown, not Jackie Brown, sorry, that was one of them. Um, um, Pam, Pam Greer, that's what I was thinking of and other shit so yeah i i am so down to find all these fucking movies and it's like tons of these fuckers too so what was uh so what was good about jd revenge like was it funny was it violent was it it was like what was like it was partially funny partially violent um i mean he was like like i say it was so (laughs) the dude that the dude that killed him uh was was talking to his sister and uh his sister had had a baby um she cheated with uh the guy named theodis i hated his name it had to be theodis i'm like why my why nigga well, my part of my name gotta be the bad guy and shit theodis fucked his fucked his brother's uh girl his girl uh his brother was uh lou gossett fucked his brother's girl and she got pregnant Lou Gossett thought that the baby was his, but it's actually was his brother. So his brother killed her because she was gonna tell. <laughs> like straight fucking drama. But I don't know, man. It was just like seeing a lot of the old folk, a lot of these older people being so fucking young. Cause like you see the picture, uh, if you look at the pictures, uh, Glenn Terman looks young as fuck. Um, and I don't know, man. They, it, I, I don't know. I just got this thing now. I want to catch a lot of these movies and shit. Uh, they had a, a doctor. They had a Doctor Black and Mister Hyde. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm looking through all these titles and shit. Uh, Black Mama, White Mama. I heard Pam Grip playing playing in a lot of these shits. Yeah, she was heavy in that shit. <clears throat> yeah, so who I, I love me some Pam Grier. Man, I probably just watch all of hers just for the shits and giggles. Just, just to, well, mostly just to see because she had really nice titties back then too. So, she, she was fine. Like, and she was fine. Grier, I mean, she was just damn fine. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, Pam Grier was like the OG, like that dime that everybody had a crush on. Like, I, like you had like I would say like Pam Grier is like the old school version, and then like Halle Berry is like the current school version. That's just like fine as fuck for like a real long time, and everybody and everybody thinks this person's beautiful. And and it's just widely agreed upon. Like Pam Greer, Pam Greer probably didn't start falling off till she was like sixty. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, at that point she's I just mean, old and shit. Right, but she was still old in like uh, in Jackie Brown, and she was still mm. she was still fine in Jackie Brown. Like she was just old fine. <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying to think of the actress who I've always thought looked like a younger version of Pam Greer, and I don't know why I can't think of her fucking name. Um, hmm. Curious who that is. It's a current actress. Yeah, I mean she she might be uh up in a maybe forty maybe fifties and shit now. 
Oh, okay. What the fuck did she play in it? I feel like she played in uh, what was the movie? Like, if you give the... me one movie she was in, I might be able to figure out who it is. What was the movie when Keenan played uh, like a uh, like a badass cop or something? Low down, dirty shame. Yeah, that's it. That's it. She was. <laughs> That's it, and I'm pretty sure she played a little out during Shane. Uh, uh, I I can't remember who I was in that. I'm searching it now. Um, oh, okay. What the fuck is her name? <clears throat> Sally Richardson. That's who it is. Sally Richardson oh, always yeah, no, seemed no, like that's a, a, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Sally Richardson yeah, always no, came I'm to like me that. like a younger version of of a Pam Greer. Fine as all. Fuck. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. So she's and yeah, born, she's probably pretty old. She's probably pretty old now. Yeah, she's born in 67, so 13, 40, 53. So she ain't too bad. That sounds about that sounds about what I would have guessed. Yeah, probably about yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would have guessed. God damn, she's still fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I haven't seen I haven't seen her in anything in a long time. I haven't seen her in much at all, but man, I'm looking at Google pictures now. Wow. She has aged gracefully. God damn. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, so I typed her name into Google and clicked on images, and I am not seeing a single picture that looks like a 53-year-old. <laughs> Bruh, exactly. Exactly. She is, Jesus, she is fine. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, Sally Richardson. Man, yeah. what, what the fuck? I can't even figure which one of these pictures might be current because every single one of these pictures looks like a, the oldest any of any of these pictures look, I would say, early 40s. Yeah. Would be the absolute oldest that I would give any of these pictures that I'm looking at right now. Yeah, I, 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 I haven't seen her uh, um, in anything recent, so... It's funny, you know, the, the, the people, the, the most common questions people ask, first question, is Sally Richardson black? Like, okay. Okay. How much is Sally Richardson worth? Who would ask that? Like, why do y'all give a fuck? Right, who cares? She's not yeah. goddamn Will Smith. She's not doing Marvel movies, so you know she's not raking in dough. That's really all you need to know. All right, she's probably good and comfortable, but she's fine as all fuck. Oh, she's married to fucking the dude from uh Don Whitf Don Dondre Whitfield. I you would know the nigga if you've seen him. I don't know what the fuck he's never heard of. I don't recognize that name. You've seen him and shit though. Uh is this him in this picture right here? He don't look that familiar. Here's how Dondre Whitfield and Sally Richardson celebrated their daughter's 16th birthday. And it's a photo from last month. That's her last month. Oh, oh no, it's shit. 2017. Okay. <laughs> Still, that's only three years ago. And yeah, she actually, she actually does look like kind of like how Pam Greer looked in, when Pam Greer was in her 50s. She actually looks better than what Pam Greer looked like in her 50s. Actually, yeah, I, I think she, she's uh, she's aging pretty damn good. I just found that article you were talking about. Well, I'm trying to look at the picture and shit. The husband, I don't know. He looks kind of familiar, but I can't place him. I've seen him in some random ass shit, but I would have never thought that was her husband, though. Damn, he bagged a nice one. Shit. He looks kind of familiar, especially like this younger picture of him. Uh, I'm on his IMDb now. He's 
and Queen Sugar, which I have not watched. So, no, nah, I haven't seen that either. Uh, scrolling, scrolling. He did one episode of Grey's Anatomy. Um, yeah. No, I haven't seen none of this stuff he's been in. He did one episode of Half and Half. <laughs> and I think I remember uh, that one fucking episode too. That's the weird shit. Oh, he was on Girlfriends. That might be what I recommend. That might be it then. That might be it. Oh, he did an episode of Martin. Fuck, shit. He looks older than her. He did an episode of Martin and an episode of Jamie Foxx show. Oh, I would have never known. I mean, I watched both and I probably watched all the Martins, but damn, she looks good. Shit. He was on a bunch of episodes of the Cosby show too. Robert Foreman. Do you know who that is? Nah. He was in. Well, the comedy show sounds well, familiar, but eleven eh. episodes. Hmm. But yeah, yeah, I might recognize him from Girlfriends, maybe. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. So yeah, she's always looked like a a younger um, Pam Greer to me, but man, still fine as hell. He's fifty. He's fifty-one. He was good for his age too. Yeah, he actually does. But I mean, she's like what 53, 54. He's fifty-one, and. I think he looks older than her. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> but they both look. To be I mean, look they both look good. Oh I hell yeah! Early for, I guess early forties for both of them. Just looking at the pictures. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You got anything else, man? I think I'm exhausted. My uh, my my thoughts for the day. <laughs> I I know that I have. So yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, well, you motherfucker, get the fuck out and vote. Uh, whether you're turning in your absentee, do not mail that shit. Drop it in a box. Uh, do your absentee in person or take your ass to the polls on Tuesday. Unless you're voting for Trump, then you can stay home. And then you can just Fine. wait to the you can just wait to the six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> if you voted for Trump, <laughs> mail in your ballot in Wisconsin. Ma- mail in so that it arrives right after now. the third. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you if you voted for Trump, definitely hold your shit. So, yeah. Um. So next week, I guess we probably we probably won't have a candidate in because of all of the bullshit and all of the counting of the votes. So, um, we'll probably just be talking about the madness that happened the day before. So, yeah. And there will be madness, and we will at least we might not know who's president, but we should know all of our local races. We should know all the, the Senate stuff should be all done. We should know if the Democrats put the Senate. So um, we'll know, we'll at least know everything except the president. So, right. Yeah. And we may even else. know that. So yeah, we'll see. we may even know that. So, but all right, Dan, well, I'll see y'all folks next week. Peace. Yep. Peace. You can find a, what up the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to whatupdopodcast at gmail. That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at whatupdopodcast. Peace.